I'm Natalia Peters and this is Financially Free and Irie. This podcast hails from the small island of Barbados, where we're small but think big. Barbados is 166 square miles of natural coral island with an average population of around 285,000. Barbados is ranked one of the most expensive places to live in the world, mainly due to its high cost of living. So, how do we do it? How do we live and survive? We're definitely not all millionaires. And the cost of living is going up internationally as well as the crime rate. So, let's see if Barbados and what our people do can help us all live financially free and Irie. On this week's episode of Financially Free and Irie, we welcome Tula to the program. Yeah, I'm Victor Tula Lewis, and it's a privilege to be here with such a beautiful person. I just met her about last week and I find her to be extremely interested and I only realized this morning that she do a lot of work. Um, Broadcaster, presenter, podcaster, yes, tour guide. Right. So she, we, we are here this afternoon and she's trying to find out as much as she could about Tula. So I'm here to ask any question that she Relax. Um, with with some restrictions, of course. <laughs> <laughs> now, Tula, we spoke when we first met about the arts, right. and I had mentioned to you that a lot of people don't know that my background really is in theatre arts. I was a youth theatre um, study degree, and I know that that is. It's your heart, it's your passion, yes, it is. your career. Mm-hmm. So why don't we start with the, the arts? Yes, that's a good place to start. To yes. Um, okay, well, I started in the arts um, in 1974. Uh, I was introduced uh, to the arts actually by a beautiful lady by the name of Rachel Springer. She was born Barbados, best um, female dancer at the time and she heard about my ability as a percussionist and um, she wanted me to join her at, at that time it was the Barbados Dance Theatre and she wanted me to join her and, and get involved and from there that is where my 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 fire spark my cultural fire spark wow. yes and um, and I, I have done so much uh, I have contributed so much not only in Barbados culturally but also throughout the Caribbean too as well because um, I did so, so many services culturally. So. so let's start off with the percussion because when I think of percussion in Barbados, I'm thinking initially took mm. and that sound and how that is so uniquely Barbadian. Was that your initial introduction into percussion? No, it wasn't. It Tell wasn't. me more. Um, I I have always had an an in depth inner 
expression for percussion from a little boy even when i was when i was going to school um and it, it, it was it, that that have always been embedded in me from a child and i grew up hearing that within my psyche so it took didn't play that part at all interesting um actually i i i could play top but i never studied top because what I, was your um, sorry not to cross you but what was your first percussive instrument then that you well i i well congo drums at the time um because i one of my best friends and and my and one of my mentor was a, a guy named alverno del congo one of barbados best percussionists and i know onika so i know the okay. legacy right. when i came here i met onika unfortunately right. i didn't have the privilege of meeting right. her father right. 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 but yes right. when we're talking about percussion culture afrocentrism mm-hmm. right so so Vern, i had i had learned a lot from Vern, but i i had also learned a lot from my own personal experience as a, as a young percussionist and and over the years i have i have evolved and evolved and did um many performances throughout barbados i i teach percussion i study percussion i i i was privileged to 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 have two scholarships to cuba um compliments to the barbados governments at the time both governments and i had the opportunity to go to cuba and study and when i came back um, to Barbados and I came back to Barbados in 2012 actually and I did a lot of workshops in my communities um, I taught a lot of young people in primary schools and and summer camps right now I, 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 I do summer camps every year for the Barbados government I teach summer camp so what is your speciality in the summer camp is it still percussion it's yes it's still percussion so I think I teach a lot of young people I teach a lot of young people how to play many percussion because it's true that I started out as a as a Congo drum player but I play many drums now you know djembe yeah djembe juju oh, wow. bata you know bongos so I I would say that I am a I am a well-learned percussionist because I've, I've been playing percussion all my life. Yes, and I, I also had the opportunity to to spread my talent throughout the Caribbean too as well because I teach percussion, I taught percussion in, 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 in St. Lucia, um, Dominica, um, Guyana. Um, I, 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 had, I was privileged to play with many of the great percussionists in Cuba. Um, I, I, there's so much <laughs> I, can't even, I can't even remember because <laughs> I've been I've been working, working, working throughout the whole Caribbean as a cultural artist because I'm a qualified cultural artist, and I don't only. I, well, let's start with percussion, but I didn't limit limit myself to just percussion. Right. Um, I, 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 I'm a poet too as well as one Barbados, one Barbados knowing poets. I write poetry. Haven't you just written a book as well? I just finished a book um, the, uh, entitled uh, Spoke My Words and Opinions. And I, 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 print, I printed about over 500 copies and none, I didn't, none didn't get to the bookstores. I sold all the folk 
the fuck one being get to the bookstores. Word of mouth, so to say. Word of mouth. Mm. Yeah, because everybody know who I am and, and they know that they know me as as a as an artist. So they support me because that is what I do. You know, that's how I eat and survive. You know, and so all, you can eat and survive then. Yes, because through only, art. Yeah, only because of my ability to <laughs> To, to, to execute effi- yes, yes. Effi- efficiently you know only because of my ability and everybody know me as a very good artist and because of that and not only that because of my personality too that's very important how to treat people how to respect them and and you know you feed off of that energy you know you give and you receive so it then only my ability to to execute artistically but as a person sharing my experience about life generally too and but I, i'm also a pan-africanist so i i when i when i teach percussion i also teach black history i i te- I, I teach my young people how important it is to love themselves how to respect themselves things like that and and how to how to gravitate towards mother africa because that's where we come from and you know and we should never go away from that because if we stayed if we stayed stay a bit stay stay where we are we, we will never go straight if you stay where we yes. are we will never go straight I think my mum always used to say if you know where you come from, from you, you will know, know where, where you, you are, are going, going to so again foundation not only with the percussion pan-africanism and spreading that throughout the Caribbean now the reason why I was interested that you initially started off with drum is that you know now there's this whole Afrobeat craze and I was um, doing some research on the history of Afrobeat and you know it goes a lot on that or that beat 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 and they were saying that that is actually a traditional African beat taken from a tribe that was used for communication and is still used for communication to this day so your groundation in drums and percussion it ties right back to the motherland exactly uh, the percussion remember that the drum was used as the first telephone and the drums to me is still my first telephone mm, communication. communication even here in Barbados yeah. when you think of slavery and our history of colonization right yeah so um, it is important for young people to understand how important the drum play in their lives but today in today's society um, because of um, modern technology and all of this sophistication people are trying to derail that 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 reality but but it is very important to 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 keep it and to have it and to sustain it in order for we to know who we are because if we forget the drum we're going to forget who we are because the drum because the drum is the center of our of our music like a heartbeat our, yeah, it's like it's an African heartbeat it's, it's heart. and throughout the diaspora and I think that's important not just in Africa throughout to, uh, the to, to diaspora. diaspora not only in Africa because wherever we are is where Africa is wherever we are is where Africa is yeah, yeah. now Tula I also want to ask specifically what you studied in Cuba like when you went to Cuba and you said you were sent from the Barbados government right. so tell me about that oh it was a very nice experience um, it was it was breathtaking can they send me 
it was it was it was a nice experience because I was sent there to study uh, Afro Caribbean uh, uh, Cuban Afro Caribbean rhythms, and it, the first my first my first experience was challenging but interesting. And I, as I as I as I integrate, integrate uh, slowly into the society, then I begin to understand the whole my whole experience, and it was breathtaking. I learned um, I learned so much from from the Cuban um, people, very nice people, very beautiful people, very cultured people. Unfortunately, um, the American embargo it, it, it makes no sense. It makes no sense. Uh, they need America. America need to to, to lift that embargo. Quite, it makes no sense. And I find yeah. what's interesting is people that I know. I've never been to Cuba, but even my parents went, and they were just saying the differences, which you know, again, most of them are due to that same embargo. Right, right. So, so, Not so, how to get flour to cook? Um, you know, you have to order everything. So, if you want to bake a cake, you have to get your sugar. You, them things have to be pre-ordered. You can't just get them. Well, right? not necessarily because well, it depends. It depends. Because in Cuba, the government controls everything, right? But it, it's it, 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 that's how it's designed. Because you know, it's a communist country. It's not. It's not a a, a, a colonial country, island like Barbados, or a capitalistic island like Barbados. So the laws obviously gonna be different. But 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 but, but I wasn't really concerned about about the system of government. I was concerned about the heartbeat of the people. Interesting. Yeah, you know, and I find it life force. I was, I find it to be so beautiful and so, and so welcoming and so warm, and always want to share. Yeah. You no, know. they don't have much. Yes, yeah. even even though they don't have much, but the little that. But one of the things I would say about the Cuban people, they were, they are very resilient very resilient. Do you think we as Barbadians have something to learn? We have a lot or do you think we have something to share in that resilient history? Well, we have a lot to learn and we have a lot to share in that resilient history because Barbados, Barbados, Barbadians and Cubans have always had a close relationship and, um, and, um, and our leaders have always supported Cuba and Cuba have always supported Barbados. So we have a lot we have a lot in common to share but uh, I would say that Barbados could learn tremendously from Cuba uh, you know Cuba contribute contribute to our health they contribute to our to our to our culture they contribute to to so much things here and and vice versa we, we also contribute to their, to, their, to, their, to, to them too as well you know because every year we will we will embrace a lot of nurses and doctors coming oh, yes, from Cuba. Yes, yeah. I think people come here even to study English. Yeah, I've heard. Yeah, yeah, of course, that contributes yeah. tremendously to our health industry. So, so it, it is important that that we keep that linkage and um, and make sure that we support Cuba and their liberation against America and and America oppression. Because it's time that America take its hands off of Cuba. You know, and allowed the Cubans people to grow. Very interesting. Now, um, I also want to ask you, Tula, about the book. All right, <laughs> the book. Uh, yeah. Where can I get my copy? And I want my copy to be signed. I always say this to my guests. Yes, it will. Once you're a guest, I want a specially signed autograph. That's, that's no problem. That's Please. no problem. All right. My, the, well, my first book came about as 
I was it wasn't even planned. This is how it happened. You know, we had the COVID. We had two years of COVID. And you know that the musicians, as an artist and a musician, I was I, and, a, and a cultural teacher too as well. I couldn't work, so I used my energy and and to to, to and I use my energy to do other things, and that's how I start writing. Because I, I I write poetry too as well. Prose, yeah. poetry. Right. Yeah, and I write drama. songs. Right. So so that's how my book. That's how I start writing my book. And uh, I, it's very interesting. It's a cultural book, you know. It's about, it's about, it's about, it's about, it's about culture. It's about our way of life. It's about people generally, you know. It's a, it's, it's general. It's a holistic book. So, and um, the title of the book, uh, spoken words and opinions. Spoken words and opinions. Now I'm actually intrigued. Because I got a feeling we're going to do another interview okay. again. Because mm. this is like just the the start, too, like. Yeah, it is. It is. And I am happy to run into you, actually. Because mm-hmm. I think that it was it was designed by, by the spirit. Yes, always. Everything is controlled always. By, always. by energy. Yeah. And, you know, so that's how it happened. Yeah. Um, where can I get there? Or where um, can we purchase? And I mean internationally, because this podcast goes out all over the world okay like. well i have it i have it i have it um uh, i have it on my flash drive so anytime i could also read but i'm i'm also on my second one and i haven't and i haven't um i i haven't got a title for as yet okay so i'm so stuck. another book soon, soon to come soon, soon. Yeah. another book soon to come yeah. i'm hoping that i should be i should finish it by next year perfect yeah because i'm doing so much I'm doing so much things right now, you know, that, um, but I'm hoping to finish the second book by next year. Fantastic. I was going to ask the future of Tula, but I think that is it. New book to come. Yes. First book is out. And I'm sure if you want a copy of that first book, you can either get in contact with me through the podcast page and I will link you to Tula. Exactly. Exactly. That's very much so. Um, You can call me anytime Mm -hmm. and I will be able to, you will be able to make that happen fantastic Tula it's been short but it has been sweet but I know there's going to be more yes definitely so um, at this moment now I'm I'm focusing on a production entitled um, the Knights of the Creots Knights of the Creots oh I think they had a night something like that but it was more um, just like a one night with different performers yeah. at the Barbados Museum years ago. I remember Winston Farrell. It was a I long time there. ago. I was there. Too. You were? I was there. I, I was performed. there. I, I, I performed there too. I was well. in the audience. Yeah, but you didn't you didn't know me no. by that time. Um, but the, the first nights of the Creoles was 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 um, organized by David Comachon and and Ricky Paris. David Comachon and Ricky Babu Paris. But 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 since that David Comachon. Now he's the um, ambassador to the Caribbean, and, and Ricky Paris, Babu Paris, he's no longer with us. So, but 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 the next of the of the Creoles is, in, I'm going to be hosting this in November. Um, sorry, in February, and this is going to be four shows. So I'm hoping to get some assistance to our cultural entities. 
Okay. You know, so. let, let, let NCF, them ministry, NCF, the ministry, ministry of culture, BTMMI. Yeah. And I'm, I'm honoring 14 cultural practitioners who have contributed tremendously to our cultural development that is no longer with us. And I and and I don't want to. I could mention the names, but I I don't. I will mention a few. Um, Andrew Gullop, R- Rachel Springer, Janice Middleton Robinson, Janet Leon Clark, Daphne Hackett, Joseph Hackett, Erona Alverno Del Congo, Ricky Powers, Michael Rashid Foster, Kobe Kobe Kofi Kobe, Ivor Kamobrafit, and Michael Tafari and Bobby Clark. To mention a few, and um, um, George Lemming and and you know, and uh, this I'm hoping that this will only will be the first in a series because I want it to be a continued exercise. Wonderful. That sounds like maybe yeah. something that you could work on, maybe with One Love Media and some of my. Yeah. partners because this is what financially free amari is all about you right. know so it's about meeting it's about linking right. unity is strength right so that's what i'm talking about so i'm hoping that um i will get the assistant that is required to make it happen you know? fantastic yeah yeah. Thank you so much, Tula, for joining me for this week's episode of Financially Free and Irie. As always, I've got to send out subscriber love. Thank you so much for all of my listeners who have subscribed. It continues to enable me to make great content. Great content, any place, anytime, anywhere. Tula, you're going to be back. Yes. You're going to be back. Yes, definitely so. I will be back. <laughs> Thank you so much, Tula. For joining me here for this week's episode of Financially Free and Irie.